0: Yo, Adrian! I did it! Are you ready? You are about to enter the Power On Boost podcast, where we facilitate the awakening of your personal power by providing powerful content that will inspire you, motivate you, and help you realize you are enough. Come join your host, Adrian Wesson, and let him show you how you can turn your power on and be alive to thrive Thank you very much for joining my podcast. I appreciate you being here. I love you a lot. My name is Adrian Z. Wesley. My mission is to make self-love go viral and to turn on personal power around the world. Some disclaimers for you before you get started. Number one is my opinion and content is not meant to replace medical advice. Always think for yourself. The other thing is, is there's a language advisory. Some people call my language vulgar and rough and I call it authentic and liberated. If you want to help me turn on someone's personal power, save a life, make self-love go viral, please subscribe and leave a review on this podcast. Lastly, this podcast episode has been sponsored by www.poweronaudioclub.net. PowerOnAudioClub.net. The Power On Audio Club is a powerful business tool for online entrepreneurs. We are awakening personal power and entrepreneurial power worldwide. And we provide you with daily motivation coaching and mentorship, mindset reprogramming, sleep optimization, human optimization, and business success education. Check out poweronaudioclub.net. Enjoy the episode and remember that you are super, super powerful. Change is for sure possible. Never, ever give up. You are super, super amazing. The Power on Boost, another amazing episode. I'm super excited to be here today. I've got a very special guest. This young man is very, very important to me. Justin Nichols, successful online entrepreneur, devoted husband, and devoted father. It's awesome to have you on the show, brother. Thanks, Adrian. I'm very excited to be here with you, mate. Uh, You've got a lot of powerful stuff to share with people, so I'm excited to dig into this. Um, can you tell all the people listening where you live and uh, what do you do? What do you do for work, brother?
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah, man. I'm, uh, I live on the Sunshine Coast in in Queensland, Australia. Uh, me and my wife, we work in an online business. We um, we're part of an um, which has given us a great a great income to to live a good life. And not only a part of an magic we're part of the Freedom Era platform, which. Uh, basically automates our, our online business for us
0: amazing amazing so you're in great the community. you're in the online space you're part of a great community now what I'd like to do is go back to uh, your childhood brother and and can you let everybody know what happened at four years old and the car crash
1: yeah sure mate so I think this is one of the biggest defining moments in my life um, and it's probably my my earliest childhood memories when uh, we just, we just as a family, my father and my mother and my sister, we'd we'd just been on a camping trip uh, near the beach, and um, I wasn't a good swimmer then. So on the way home in the car, I'd actually gotten out of my out of the car, out of sorry, out of the seatbelt, um, and I climbed down on the floor. And you might be familiar in the on, the on the floor in the back seat. There's a little hump. I was pretending it was a wave, and I was I was swimming over this wave while while my father was driving the car um and i I called out to my mum. she was a passenger and i said to her look mum, i'm swimming and as i did that my mother turned around to to look at me we had a head-on collision there was a driver coming the other way um over it was speeding as well and he he crossed over onto our side of the road and we had a head-on collision that um I was the only one that wasn't injured at that time because I'd gotten out, the ambulance um, said that, because I'd gotten out of my seat um, and I'd lay down on the floor, my whole body was spread out because it was an old bench seat, you know, the old bench seats in the old cars? Yeah. The whole weight of my body was um, pushed up against the the seat and spread out evenly. So I was the only one that wasn't injured. Um, I remember getting up off the floor, and looking into the front and seeing both my mother and father sprawled out over the uh, dash of the car with blood everywhere, broken glass, and they're both unconscious. And then my next memory was I'm getting taken away in the ambulance. Um, so from there, basically, um, that's when my life really did change. My mother uh, suffered severely from um, a neck injury, which obviously, which went on to cause headaches um, and changed her life. She was a, she was a, a nurse, at the time um, so that ended her career um, she she went on to painkillers to not to dull the pain she ended up with depression my fa- mother and father separated um, not long after within two years and um, that was when my mother's uh, life really started spiraling down she she went on to take anti she was diagnosed with depression um, and then later on diagnosed with schizophrenia as well um but yeah my childhood basically um most of my childhood my mother was unconscious or not in a very good state to look after us um yeah so that that was basically um my childhood mate
0: not easy brother not easy and i think that's part of the reason why we connected because i didn't have a, a car accident when i was young but my mom wasn't available and uh sure does a number on a young little boy um you said recently that you had uh, picked your kids up at school and something happened what what happened there bro
1: yeah so um i went to pick my uh daughter up from school because i'm, I'm home you know every day i, I get to, to benefit from that and i went to pick my girl up from school and with the whole coronavirus um went all allowed to go in and get them so the deputy principal work, walks them out to the gate and if, they, if they, the kid sees their parent, they're allowed to leave, the, the principal will let them go. I was just around the corner, so my, my youngest daughter, Miller, she, she hadn't seen me, um, but she, she left. She's like, yeah, my mum or dad's out there. She knew that one of us were going to be out there to pick her up. Um, and that, that, at that moment, I remember thinking that it brought me back to my childhood when I remember standing out in the rain after school when all the other kids had gone home, the cars had left, um, and I was standing out in the rain waiting for my mother to come and pick me up. And so many, so many, so many occasions she wouldn't come. Um, So I'd go to the office, they'd they'd ring home, the phone would ring out, um, and it was a long, cold, wet walk home for me um, as a seven-year-old.
0: Yeah, not easy, brother. So you were mentioning when we talked at the beginning that this caused you to have some compassion for yourself. And and I think this is yeah. a huge point for people to understand what they went through as kids because so many people are beating themselves up for not being who they think they should be and not being as successful or not having as much money. But the starting point, I believe, is coming home to yourself and seeing that you were uh, that guy was a little warrior. I mean, uh, little Justin, I mean, the things he had to deal with mentally. What, what do you think that did to your self-esteem and being enough and believing in yourself, brother?
1: Yeah, I know it definitely held me back and it, it, it caused me to um, lose friendships as a, as a young kid and, and really question who I was and what I had as, as a future or even as a person. Yeah, so I guess I guess it really it really did start to hold me back. And I but I knew then, I knew that wasn't the life that I wanted to live. Uh, I knew there was a big picture out there for me. But I just I had I didn't know at that time what it was or where how to get there.
0: Interesting. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's mm-hmm. one thing when we know where we're supposed to be, but we don't know how to get there. But that's another message in the fact that we need to just keep moving towards it. Um what what kind of things did you do with your life? I know you said that you uh, you worked in the mining industry, but before that, because part of what I'd like to do is paint the picture for people that are looking to get into the online space, that you don't have to have yep. uh, a PhD, you don't have to have 10 years experience. What what kind of jobs did you do yeah. up until recently, brother?
1: Okay. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll go back to that point where um, – my my father was living in Queensland, which is a three-hour flight from where I was, and when I was about 12 years of age, and I'd, I'd know, I I'd knew then that the life I was living, I was only going downhill. There was, I, I was upset. I was depressed. I was down, and low mood. I had minimal friends, and I was at home trying to look after my mom and look after my big sister who became a little sister and look after myself as well. Um, so I made a decision back then that, that wasn't the life I wanted. I phoned my father and asked him if I could come and live with him, he took me in um, and and that was probably the biggest decision of my life um, without without making that phone call I wouldn't be here today that's for sure uh, so I went on to do high do high school in um in Brisbane, not far from where I am now um, and then i and then I uh, finished high school um, did the odd job here and there i um just just sort of floated through, and then that's and then it was long not long after that i mean i i I went downhill in a couple of ways I really got into alcohol i was I was a promising football player um initially I was you know getting best and fairest playing a f l Aussie rules as a junior and i could have i could have uh chase that dream, but I made decisions back then that really affected that that dream as well you know i, I went into alcohol and partying and uh so that that sort of ruled that out. Uh, then I realized that I had to, to make money, I needed to work hard for my money. So I, I, at one stage, I took on two jobs just to get some money coming in um, to create a better life for myself. And then uh, it wasn't long after that, but I was still looking, I was looking for more options, something where I could make more money. So I got into um, flying and fly out which is uh, working in the mine, mining oil and gas industry where you, know, you can make really good money. You've got to work hard for it. You've got to sacrifice a lot of time, but I was willing to do that. Because as a, as a little fella, I knew that what I wanted was to have a, a wife. I wanted to have a home near the beach and I wanted to have a, and have a happy little family with some, with some kids as well. And to get that, no one was gonna have a family with me unless I had you know, money, a good job make some make some coin you know so that's what i set off to do and i did that for many years many years sacrificed a lot of time a lot of birthdays and um friends you know my friends ended up not calling me anymore because whenever they call me they would say hey man we're going to this or going to that and i'll be like oh no i'm away i'm i'm away for another three weeks away for another four weeks so they stopped calling me and uh, that became a life just working working working
0: Yeah, it's uh, Uh, definitely, definitely soul crushing, brother. How how long did you do the mining for the oil and gas industry?
1: uh, I did off and on. I I worked in the mining industry for well, from the age of I think I was about twenty when I first started in the mining industry. Um, It was a a little bit of time there where I took some time off it because it was I was sacrificing a lot. Um, Up until roughly six, six, seven, eight, probably eight, eight months ago. I'm 39 years old, so uh, it was about 16 years in total off and on that I was working in Flying Fly Out.
0: Incredible. And the reason I like, I like hearing that is anybody that's listening, if you've been doing the same thing for a long time, it doesn't mean you can't be successful online because uh, Justin's mm. living proof. And I don't believe that there was much in those minds that was prepping you to become successful online, right?
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely not mate no no that's right there's there's a mentality out there and it was the same mentality i had in my head at that time is you have to work hard you know you put your you put your head down your bum up you get in you work you do the hours you, you make the money but that's that's the thing that's the reason well if you don't mind me going into this adrian please um i met, I met michelle when i was 28 years of age and um i knew straight away that i ha- i was going to have a future with her so we we actually moved back to brisbane and we we're living in the city oh, near the city down there and we're in a little we're in a we're in a in the suburb what i call it surrendering to the suburbs where you're just another number you're in the rat race and you, you're just on the wheel you know doing doing time down there and we only lasted six months down there before we realized that we wanted to get back to the sunshine coast but I was, I was still working I was working in firefight at that time. And two years later, maybe three years later, we, we, we ended up getting married and M- M- Michelle was pregnant with our first child. I was still working in firefight at that time. So pretty much, I've got two girls, they're six and eight, pretty much their whole life, I was working in fly and fly-out with not much time off.
0: Your wife was motivated to, to change that, you were motivated to change that, so she got involved in the online industry, is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's right. That was that was a big. She she had saw a friend that was uh, working in the online space at the time. We were looking at all the options. we were looking at buying a a business like a bricks and mortar business that we could, you know, put our mortgage our house and put down a big deposit and hopefully get a good income coming out of that. That was the option. But Michelle had saw her, her friends were working in the online space and creating um, an income by just doing her thing you know with a bit of time freedom and still able to live her life Uh, so Michelle I still remember the night that Michelle called me and told me about it and I was just like yep let's do it (laughs) she didn't even finish telling me about it but I was all for it she was a little bit hesitant to start with she wasn't sure how I was going to react but I, I pushed her into it and it was probably one of the best decisions that we'd actually ever made
0: Amazing. And I think what's important there is that you can find something that looks good and you can be scared, but you you have to push yourself. You have to force yourself. And it's turned out being one of the best things you guys have ever done. So then fast forward, how long was she in the industry before you joined her and left uh, fly in, fly out? She was probably in the industry
1: a year and a half, maybe not even a year and a half before I started. She started off uh, she started off well, but she had very high expectations of herself. She didn't get all the first first sales. Um, extremely fast. She, as I said, she did well though. And there were there were times when we were question. Well, she was questioning whether she was going to stick with it. It was those times that that she was tested, and when she really committed, that she got good
0: results out of it. I just want to chime so, in there, brother. Sorry that that's just such a powerful point. I think. Many, many entrepreneurs face this in life where you feel like you're almost broken and you keep going. And the universe has a funny way of giving you a gift when you overcome that. So super powerful message. Go on. Sorry, man. I interrupted.
1: No, that's fine, mate. I I think that the point there for her was she was feeling the pain of the fut- our life in the future if if she didn't commit, if she didn't actually stick to it and make this work, which we would have been in the same situation where it was myself, my two daughters and Michelle. I was away the majority of the time. She was doing everything on her own. My daughters would cry at night because I was away. I was, I was in such a, a depressed and down state at times when I was away because I was away from my family. I created a good life, but I wasn't there to enjoy it. And my kids weren't there for me to um, to enjoy me. Okay, so, and I, I guess that's what that's what took me back. And my driving point was I, was I didn't have, in my early childhood, before I lived with my father, I didn't have um, my parents there wholly and solely to, to support me. So I, we really wanted to make sure that I could be home to influence my girls and influence their life and be a part of their life, give them support, protect them and um, really enjoy life with them.
0: It's an amazing story, and some of the things I wanted to highlight for people listening is that Justin and Michelle didn't just all of a sudden start becoming online entrepreneurs and start making tons of money, and it was just easy. Uh, Justin had to continue to slug away at his job, and Michelle had to do two or three jobs as a mom, plus running her own business. And then I think something else that you talked about that's super powerful is often we need to have something to motivate us to pull us through the the tough days. If you're comfortably uncomfortable, it's too easy to quit. But mm. her motivator and your motivator was that you wanted to be around your kids and didn't want to continue to live like this. And she stuck with it. Now look at you. So you left. Absolutely. Left the mining industry. You've been doing it for six or seven months now. Correct. Yeah, that's
1: right, mate. Six or seven months. Um, it was a bit. It was a bit hard for me to to get into it. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I still had it in my head that I was going to go and buy a business or something like this. But for me to buy a business, I probably would, I'd probably i would probably be home less because I'd be going to work before my kids got out of bed or before they had breakfast and then I'd probably be coming home just in time to tuck them in. So there was no quality of life there. So I really looked at what our vision was in the future, what, what it looked like and what actions I needed to take to get us there. I had to overcome a couple of fears. Like my, one of my biggest fears was fear of failing. I was I was, af- I was afraid because this was so new to me. I've never done anything like this before. I've been programmed from working hard for my money. You know, my, my father was a hard worker. He had worked hard his whole life. So that's that's what I thought I had to do. So that was, and then I was worried about what people would think of me as well. Starting in in something like this, where it isn't traditional, you know go to work, work hard, come home, give your money to your, your family, pay the bills or whatever. But then I look at what the people that I was worried about, what they thought, I didn't want what they had. So what, why would I worry about or well, take advice from them? Because I wasn't, they weren't going to get me to where I wanted to be, where our vision was.
0: So did you have, uh, did you have a lot of people t- uh, around you not understanding what you were wanting to do and not believing in it? or?
1: Um, we definitely, we definitely had people that weren't hundred percent supportive or didn't know how to support. So they'll they probably didn't understand it. So their way of not understand, they were probably worried as well, worried that it wouldn't work out for us. So, you know, they were, they were a little bit negative on it, We definitely, there was definitely that, but a lot of people just didn't really say much at all about it. It was just me talking to myself, telling myself in my head that uh, <laughs> this was happening and it probably wasn't even happening.
0: Well, and sometimes sometimes when people don't say something, that can be louder than the spoken word too in some instances because people don't want to say truly. They don't say truly what they're thinking sometimes. Um, something, Something else, well, to finish off on that, I think it's important anybody listening understands that a big reason why a lot of people don't pursue their dreams is because they're scared of failing and because they're really worried about what other people think. And what Justin's saying is, you really can't care what anybody thinks. You need to ask the people that have what you want how they got there and see what they do and focus on them. Because if you focus on all the people that aren't going where you don't are going where you don't want to go, you'll end up there with them. Now, something else you said that I think is important to explain to people when you talk about working hard. You still have to work hard in your online business. You have to overcome your faulty beliefs, your fear. That's working hard. You have to believe in yourself day in, day out, doing posts. It's just, I think what you're referring to, if I could clarify, is this hard work of labor in the mines, long hours, physical work. That's how you make your money. Yeah. That's what you're referring to, correct? Yeah, spot on, mate. Spot on. It's definitely, you're right. There's still there's still actions
1: that I need to make or decisions that I need to make on a daily basis, and putting actions into place to get us to where we want to go. It's not just going to fall on our laps. That's for sure. Um, and it's just a, it's. I guess for us now, it's really about making good decisions. And the decisions that we make every day are they leading us to where where we want to be? Are they leading us to our vision? Because it's so easily to get sidetracked and. Um, put your efforts into another place. So if I went, and, as you said, laboured and worked hard, that's not going to get us to where our vision is. So our vision, our vision is having a lot of time together, having successful business with a lot of income. Uh, we're renovating our home, so our vision is to have the home completely renovated. And I, I like nice cars, so I want to have a nice car, very nice dream car, sitting in the driveway as well. So nice. The, the actions that were taken taking um, every day. Are, are, towards getting that vision.
0: Well, and I think something that something that you said alerted me to something I want to share with everybody is that when you become an entrepreneur and especially an online entrepreneur, it takes a lot of work, it takes overcoming fear, it takes money, it takes all sorts of stuff, but a lot less money than people think. But I think something that's super, super important to remember is that you get to decide what you do every day so you can get good at figuring out what the money making actions are and not have to do all the other stuff to make the corporation money and happy, which helps streamline your day, which enables you to go surfing in the morning like I heard you did the other day, which is huge. So I think I think what I what I really want to drill home to everybody and why I interview online entrepreneurs is because you can do this. Justin was working in the mines uh, for oil and gas industry, fly in, fly out. That was not preparing him to become an online entrepreneur. And him and his wife wanted something as bad as they could breathe. And they made it happen. And not every day sunshine and roses. But now Justin gets to be around his kids and gets to surf in the morning and make himself feel good. Super excited for you guys! Now, you, you, when we had talked at the beginning, you had said something about investing in Michelle's personal development. Can you can you share with that and how that changed her life and your life? Because I think it's really important. People understand they have to ask for help and they have to pay for courses and programs to develop. Yeah, absolutely,
1: mate. There's that was that was a big game changer for us. Like when Michelle had first started. She had high expectations. It was taking a little bit longer than what she had anticipated, and she, at times, there, you know, she was thinking of, is this thinking, questioning, is this have we made the right decision? And it was at those points there that we, we, after a lot of conversation and taking advice from people that are in a position that we want to get to, we invested in Michelle and and her business because it was her business at the time. It was our business, but she was the only one working in it. Uh, so we invested in her to develop herself, develop a brand, and so we could get the full potential out of Michelle. And that was a big that was a big turning point. Just to see her mind shift, go from here to here, over a certain amount of time, and which obviously that had a snowball effect on us as well. It had a snowball effect on me and our kids. It grew our belief because she was the actions that she was putting into place were actually getting better results because she was more educated. So it gave her confidence and then the more confidence she got, the more belief she had in herself, which then in turn gave her more growth in the business.
0: Super, super powerful and I, I don't think enough people understand that uh, you want to do something new, you want to create a new business, you want to create a dream, you can't just expect to show up and and do it well, without some new education and without learning some new skills. So yeah
1: well that was that's been a big one for me adrian um i think it was actually do you remember being on the freedom era yep on the yeah the webinar that was a turning point for me when i saw michelle stopped the video and she's like justin you gotta come and see this this man because she knew that i'd resonate with you and i was sat there and i watched it and i was like right that's it i'm in i'm doing this business and I, I knew at that point then I, I said, he's going to be in my life. This man is going to be in my life. because I, I just got so much value out of what you were saying. Um, I think that's when I actually I, uh, invested in myself at that point too in the Power On Audio Club. And that's what actually every day just doing a little bit of work on myself has given me the belief that I can do this too. And like I've gone, my self-belief has gone from here to here in, in that time. Um, which Amazing. has given me more confidence. And, and then uh, again, as I said with Michelle, it's given me confidence, but we're getting results out of that as well because the more you can put in um, with education, obviously educated time, you're going to get more out of it. So that was yeah, a big and, turning point for
0: me. And something I want to mention and piggyback on there, brother, for everybody is, is anybody listening, I want you to understand I don't get paid by this organization. I don't benefit anything by you believing in what they do. The message here, though, is is to turn your power on and to give you hope. And what Justin's talking about is that you need to surround yourself with people that have a powerful vision like you do. And it becomes addictive and it becomes it, be, it helps you. You know, it's sitting there on a day where you don't believe in yourself and thinking about someone in the new community that does believe in themselves gets you through those tough days. What have um, what have you done? What have you done to deal with other than the power on audio club? What do you do to raise your vibration and make yourself feel better? What are some of the new things you've started implementing in your life, brother?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's been a couple of big game changes there. Um, I've really got into meditation. Definitely meditate before bed every night. Um, Listening to some some sleep hypnosis is another one. Is breathing has been a big one for me uh, and and michelle my partner as well just really focusing on our breathing to let go of a few of the uh, flight or flight fright or flight thoughts in our head yoga i've really been getting into yoga really to try and control my mind and so i think that's what it is for me is really being able to focus on controlling my mind and um, being in control of the thoughts and the conversations that i'm actually having with myself making sure that they're good conversations and not conversations that are going to bring me down um, another another big one is actually surrounding myself and me and my partner surrounding ourselves with people that are going to pull us in the right direction as you, you touched on before which we've got a whole new network of people around us that we're we're getting high vibes off you know you're surrounding yourself with good people and their vibration rubs off and you, your vibration rubs off on them and you're lifting each other up you're actually and you're helping each other grow into the people that you want to be
0: yeah, it's incredible, brother. What advice would you give to somebody that doesn't believe in themselves right now and is, is scared of failing? What would you tell them?
1: I would tell them that they, they are good enough to achieve whatever goals they want to achieve. We can all, we are all at some point victim of circumstance where something has happened outside of our control, which has been someone else's decision. We can either surrender to that or we can actually take back control and make decisions ourselves that are going to get us to where we want to be. And we've all got that power. We've all absolutely got that power to make those decisions to where we want to be. But one of the biggest things about having self-belief, I guess, for me, because my belief in this business was down here, is really is taking ownership of, I guess, taking ownership of the decisions that you make and learning from them, just to back yourself and, and take action, take the right action towards getting where you want to go.
0: It's awesome, brother. Awesome. And, and you touched on it earlier, and I want to backtrack and just go over this a little bit. But what advice would you give to somebody that's worried about what other people think and is not, is not pursuing what mm. they want to do because they're worried that mom and dad won't appreciate it or their friends won't approve?
1: Well, I guess, I guess what I'd say is, and have a, look at, have a look at what those people actually have in their life and ask yourself, is that the life that I want? Or do they have what I want in my life? And the answer more than likely is going to be no, that they don't have, I don't want the life that they're living. So definitely I wouldn't be taking advice off anyone that doesn't have what you want.
0: Cool. It's good advice, brother. It's powerful because I think so many people are taking advice or stopping themselves from doing what they want based on what other people think. To finish off... That was me
1: for a long time. That was what, sir? That was me for a long time, Adrian. Yeah, once I, once I realized that that was going to get me nowhere, well, not to the place I wanted to be, then it was easy to rule out.
0: What um, to finish off, brother? It's been awesome having you on the podcast. I'm super inspired by your story, and I'm choosing that anybody listening is going to be inspired by this because uh, you guys are crushing it, and it wasn't easy. You had moments where you wanted to quit. You had to sacrifice. What advice would you give any anybody that's a, that's a new entrepreneur, brother? Definitely stay committed. Stay committed to your vision. And
1: remind yourself of the pain that you're going to have if you don't commit to it and you don't reach your vision, what's your life going to look like? Because for me, that would be, I'd still be working away and I'd be missing out on my children's life. There'd, there'd be tears, I'd be down. So reminding yourself of that pain and what it's going to feel like, actually feel it, feel the pain um, and, and stay committed, take action and make good decisions. Like. If you if your decision isn't in line with your vision, then make a decision that is and learn to make the decisions quickly.
0: It's awesome advice, man. And one other thing I wanted to ask you, because I know you said that you did a lot of partying and drinking, and I'm a, a big proponent mm. of the fact that you can't have an entrepreneurial dream plus keep doing some of the things you used to do. What would you tell anybody right now that's your age that's drinking away the pain and hanging around with a bunch of people at the bar and not pursuing their dreams, what, what would you tell them, brother?
1: There's, there's a better life out there. So I watched, I watched my mo- mother um, abuse, well, it was Medicaid, medicated drugs, to a point where her life went so far down that she ended up committing suicide. And those, those actions are gonna get you absolutely nowhere. They're gonna, only gonna take you down downhill. So I would say focus on focus on the things that are going to make you feel good, and the the drugs or the alcohol is it might make you feel good temporarily, but how do you feel the next day? How motivated are you the next day? How clear is your mind the next day? I've I've, I've substituted uh, wine for tea, some good herbal tea, and my mornings the next day, like I start off on the right foot, you know, I start off with a clear mind, clear vision. I'm still in on that vision that I want every day.
0: Super powerful, brother. And I, uh, I've i seen it time and time again with entrepreneurs that I've coached. And if you're drinking regularly and you're getting drunk, it's only going to hold you back. And, and you got to come home to yourself and face yourself like Justin has. But it's definitely possible. Anything you want to say to finish off, Justin? Anything you want to say to to tell anybody to finish off?
1: Look, I, I, it's definitely been the best decision we've made is to get into this online space. I'd say surround yourself surround yourself with good people. Bringing Adrian into my life has been a big game changer. Find, find if, if, if it's not Adrian, find someone like Adrian that can change your life because he's, he's definitely changed my life and he's changed my perception um, of myself and my own beliefs.
0: You're amazing, brother. I'm super happy to have you in my life. And again, I want to recap for anybody that's listening. Justin didn't have an easy life. His mom got sick, mentally ill. Um, she, had, she took her own life. He had to forge his own life without that support like I did. Uh, and I guess that's one of the reasons why you and I have gotten so close because we understand what we've been through. Uh, And you worked hard for your family, but you wanted more and you didn't give up and you made sacrifices and you and your wife committed and invested. And now look at you, you live near the beach, you're doing what you love, you're around your kids, you're learning personal development, you're learning how to change their life. It's a super inspiring Mm -hmm. story. And I think to finish off, I want everybody listening to understand we haven't said how much money Justin and Michelle make every month. We haven't said that they're millionaires. We haven't said that they have a... Uh, 40 million dollar home it's not about that always it's about the quality of life and the fact that they get to be around their kids and they're both growing and developing and feel alive so I'm super excited to have you on the show Justin and I'm super excited uh, growing and forging a life together as brothers thanks for being on the show man yeah appreciate it mate I'm very grateful for you and I'm grateful for the life I get to live every day amazing brother so if you're listening to this never give up on your dreams you are powerful enough to manifest your dreams you are powerful enough to become an online entrepreneur you are enough you are worthy and deserving and uh, guys like Justin are going to remind you that anybody can do this so don't give up keep going tomorrow is a new day the sun is always shining behind the clouds I love you guys lots and thanks for tuning in for another episode of the power on boost You just finished another episode of the Power On Boost podcast with your host, Adrian Wesley. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and tune in next time. Power On!